number one menu here. Listen, let's tell them about the food. Folks, this is the puckery cucumber rice and the spicy sea scallop, lime-infused decayma, and the smoked pineapple and the salty plum. These are tastes that you are going to enjoy. They could put honey, manila, mango, edible gold leaf. You could eat it, but it is gold, so keep in mind, that's a metal. (laughs) You probably don't want to eat that one. Maybe you don't eat only that. I would uh, I would suggest ordering more things. Of course, you may want to eat the edible gold leaf. Out of the roll, it says it right in the name. It says yeah. it's edible. I'm not going to tell you you can't because we already said you can. <laughs> that's how. That's that's what eating is. We'll take it back. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be called a liar on our own menu. Folks, we have a lime infused jacama. This is a this is a vegetable that comes from a tree. <laughs> It's. <laughs> we shoot lime into that sucker like like it's like coming out of coming out of an eyeball. It's this is fancy stuff, folks. It comes from a tree, and we rub it with the lime, and it makes it as fancy for you. It gets lime inside it, but you rub it hard enough. Well, if you rub it hard enough, you can make anything infused. You you rub jicama. And people are going to talk. Hey, nothing, <laughs> nothing comes easy, you know? <laughs> Look, everybody's got their problems in life. Some of us have to rub limes on, on tree items. Hey, and look, smoked pineapple. Snork? Snork? No, smoked. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were changing up the menu for for, for Father's it. Day. You know, in snorked, that doesn't mean anything. Be a dick about it, all right? You could snork a pineapple at a fancy fucking joint like this. You know you could. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm glad we can agree. All right, just don't be, you know, don't be a dick about it. Sour, sour salted plums. What do you forget that? Yeah, I say, you know what I I say? Ask for this and ask us to hold that. I know we're offering it to you and you're not even here yet. Put that with the gold leaf. Yeah. uh, We'll put that under things we probably don't want to eat. Yeah, and maybe maybe some, maybe we could have like a separate menu where you could just get edible gold leaf on top of sour salted plum and it's just called the menu for dicks. (laughs) Yeah. Look, crispy homemade rice sesame cracker. This isn't a cracker out of a box. We don't do it that way. We, we have like a thing and we and we got up like this. We, we got a guy up in the middle of the night <laughs> and we made him go in and just make it a cracker. He probably could have slept through and he could have made it in the morning. Not for this restaurant. Uh, no, no, we woke him up. Also, they're homemade. Just so you not understand, we bought a home just to do that in. We bought a house. Yeah. Just for the rice sesame cracker. This one cracker. We bought a house just to make yeah, it for you. We bought a house and we make the guy wake up and it's a whole thing for you. Yeah. House cured suckling pig ham. It's a different house. What is going on? Yeah, totally separate house, but there's a he's a sucking on something. And this <laughs> animal is sucking on things. He's a, like he's a pig, but he's also ham. You know what I'm saying? Like He's it's like a, a suckling ham. pig eating ham. Is he sucking ham? I don't like that. I don't care for that, and I don't know why he needed to be cured. 
It seems like he could, we could have got a healthy one to start off with. That's <laughs> yeah. what for healthy for you, for the people. This is a this is a new restaurant for us, and this is something we we are going to bring you this cuisine. Well, I mean, you got to come get it. I mean, we're not gonna. Uh, yeah, we we can't bring it to everybody who hears this. Right. Okay. Look, black garlic glazed ham shoulder. Just the shoulder. That's the fanciest part of the whole lamb. The entire lamb, you got just the shoulder with black garlic, not regular garlic like those hobos are using. Like, this is real garlic from, like, some fancy, some lives in some valley or something, probably. Cocoa but, nib crumble. Now we're back into what the hell we do in territory. Oh, oh, nibs are very good. Nib, what they did is they went all the way to uh, to Europe, and they went and they and they got these nibs, and they're very, very tasty. Now, why did they got to go to Europe to get a nib? Exactly. Try to get a nib, try, hey, hey, Joe, try to get a nib around here, okay? I've Don't never tried to get one in the first place. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't know the first place to look. That's why I'm asking. You got to get a special hey. special hog or a, or a, some kind of a, 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 an air oh, fish that can sniff them out? Like how? Oh, the nibs, you've got to dig them out of the, it's like a thing. You, you got to get like a bird to find a pig for you that can smell them, right? No, you you can find them, but it just it's a special thing, and you got to get a thing and get it out of the ground. Well, why are you talking to me like I'm the idiot? You know, you just didn't say any words. Just said you just hey. get a just get a thing, and you put a thing. Hey. I'm saying, do Don't. I have to like ride a an a, a kind of an ox or something with a lot of hair hanging off it? One of those kind of wildebeest guys. Can he smell a nib? Don't act like I don't know a nib. Okay, don't be a dick. Oh. <laughs> All right. Come on out. It's a have a romantic evening. You, what do you, you can try to. I mean, uh, look, I, we're not going to stop you. But if if your girlfriend doesn't like you that much, we can't help that with any puckery cucumber something. You give it to her. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Yeah, like if you're eating like a freshwater reel with like a roasted rhubarb, then it's like you know, don't don't fucking look at us. You know. It's, <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean, we've done a lot. We 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 got up. You know, we made the guy get up and we, make a cracker at we, like three. We woke up that poor son of a bitch in that house we bought from to make that one cracker. <laughs> it's a one fucking cracker. Just one cracker. We got that pig that's sucking a ham, and we he's sick from something, it's and they're so curing him in some house. Yeah, yeah. I, I, all right, I think we got a, a point across. But but anyway. <laughs> I mean, probably nine or ten times, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm Frank Giannetti. This is my brother, Joe. Yeah. And this is our restaurant. We Here we are. We, we're here to serve you six days a week. Bring a friend. Bring a girl for romantic jicama. And we're going to help you out. And, and and we would love to see you there. Yeah, come on down uh, unless you, you go into a different restaurant. Well, yeah, Joe, I... I I guess everybody knows that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all right for them. Okay. Thank you and good night. Good night. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we received this information. There's an Italian artist who is attempting to protest male circumcision, and he creates foreskin sculptures. This is weird. Why can't I hear myself in my mic? When I turn it up, then you get really loud. Oh, no, you're okay. <clears throat> now, 
We have Vincenzo Aiello on the phone right now, who oh, is nice. mounting a Kickstarter, Kickstarter campaign to protest the practice of male circumcision. Uh, Vincenzo, tell us, uh, why are you so passionate about um, uh, protesting uh, circumcision? Uh, yes, uh, because uh, the people, uh, don't, don't we, uh, have, we, we have enough problem with uh, the penis, we do not need less penis and to take away a penis before even enjoy. I don't, I don't understand why well, this is so <coughs> exciting for doctor, for a doctor to, to try. Well, because I guess, Vincenzo, the, the argument is that because of the sebum that the, um, that the foreskin excretes, it does make infections oh, a lot more likely. Oh, my God. I see. I'm sorry. I'm reading incorrectly. It's not the sebum. It's called smegma. That is the um, the fluid, or, or this rather, is this... my father. Your father? Smegma. <clears throat> Your father? Oh, okay. Your father's name is smegma. Well, that's uh, that's beyond peculiar, uh, Vincenzo. But let's get back to the issue at hand. You you are dead set against circumcision. Is that right? So, circumcision circumstances. Very, very few. Okay, got it. Okay. Now, um... It's hard uh, also to tell uh, where I am from. Sometimes my accent <laughs> is, uh... Well, you're on the Italian-Russian Italian Russian border. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, uh... Vladimir Putin uh, came to town, and, and uh, he sometimes he gives me voice, and sometimes I take it from home. Uh, got it, got it. Now tell us, Vincenzo, we can understand you perfectly, don't worry. But tell us, Vincenzo, are you circumcised? Oh, big time, big time. Uh, oh, okay, and so that's what oh, makes you passionate so about this, is because you you, you're you mad. I'm trying to get it back. I, 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 I'm tired of, I'm, I, this turned into a whole big thing. I, I don't actually like uh, to get into other people's business. I just want to get what they took from my penis oh. and put it back where it okay. belongs. So, so you could give a damn about everybody else's penis. I could indeed. Okay, okay. So um, when you get it back, well, first of all, how do you plan to get it back? Uh, I'm looking on eBay every couple of days and... Uh, <laughs> You know, I just, uh, if I meet a new person, I'm like, hey, you know, you're selling a foreskin to a person who lost one, and they, like, usually they they say yes, and I get deeper into it, and they're just trying to steal more of my belongings. Okay, okay. Now, um, so you, you say, hey, uh, I'm looking for, do you have Vincenzo Aiello's foreskin? Well, you ask everyone. I, I, Okay, okay. So when you find your foreskin, which I mean, you obviously will because you, you're being very methodical on eBay. No. Um, what? How will you 
put it back on. <laughs> you hadn't thought this through. I, I'm really surprised you haven't thought this far ahead. I had not gotten this far into it. I have uh, to admit, I you're doing first. Right, first things first. Right, you got to get it first, and then you'll you'll cross that bridge when you come to it. That's a good point, interview man. That's a good point. If I if it doesn't matter how I'm going to install it, if I don't have it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Why well, get stressed out about the next step? One All right. Day well, at a time. Right. But but the thing is, Vincenzo, this is a it piece works of skin. If you work it. Uh, okay, but Vincenzo, this is a a dead piece of skin. It hasn't been. It hasn't had any um, you know oxygen rich blood to it for you know obviously many many days. So well, it, it, didn't, it, it, it didn't have much before. Oh, well, why? It's just a habit. Okay, okay. Well, I guess I don't want to get too far into your personal uh, behavior, but... Um, Good idea. <laughs> so how do you... Um, I have to tell you, Vincenzo, there, there really isn't going to be any way to really reattach this. You know, you have to reattach a human body parts. You know, right away they have to be kept on ice. Uh, the, the blood can't congeal too much before they reattach it. So they're really, I can tell you, just, I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you there will not be any way to reattach the foreskin. Oh, Marlon. All right. Well, my, my guess, I guess maybe the plan then is to uh, just have it close by, like I walk it, like you walk a dog, or maybe like you walk a tree, if a no, tree walks. No, no you, you, you can't walk a, a foreskin, sir. Well, you can't walk a tree either, but you didn't give me shit about that. <laughs> well, well, I... I guess I one guess, thing at a time. I, I guess if if you walk around with a... A, a foreskin on a leash. Yes, yeah, well, foreskin on a leash, thank you. We understand, then, yes. Yeah, th then that would really cause a lot of upheaval in society, whereas walking around just with a tree on a leash, people would just say, you're odd. Draw, but okay. I accept you. Um, you maybe know more about society than than Vincenzo. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! Right, well, I just did it. I just used my name in third person. Ah, uh, see, a dickhead. what a see, dickhead. yeah. Well, you're really hard on yourself about that. <sighs> I just don't care for it. That's all. Okay. Well, uh, well, listen, Vincenzo, it, I, I feel like we have the information we need from you, but just tell us one more thing. Um, <clears throat> now that you understand that, that you understand this is really repugnant in society's eyes to like be mess, messing around with a detached foreskin. Uh, are, will you put this aside and move on with your life and forget about foreskins completely? Uh, probably not. <laughs> We appreciate your honesty. I already, I'm, 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 you know, I've got that. I'm working on it you know, already. I don't want to, you know, I got my Kickstarter page set up. I don't want to fucking, you know. It's just it'd be if I feel like I wasted my time. <laughs> yeah, you already got the Kickstarter going. Why not just keep it going? What right? a couple of bucks for Vincenzo. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you'll find something to do with it. Um, what's your favorite cereal, Vincenzo? 
sometimes I like a different of the checks. Okay. Well, that, that's something I ask everyone. Also, a foreskin ripple. Foreskin ripple. Okay. Well, I didn't realize that was a, a cereal, but it Me makes neither. sense. That's my new Kickstarter. I'm gonna oh, you're going to start your own little food company. My that's outstanding. Yeah, Will you yeah. put foreskins in it? out of the foreskins and no. then I'll just put good cereal in it so people no. will get the message both ways. No, Vincenzo, where will you get all the foreskins? From, like, the hospital? Well, I've been buying them up like crazy in case one of them's mine. None of them have been <laughs> so far, but I got a whole room full of them in the house. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, then I guess you have the supplies you need to furnish the world with foreskins. Well, Vincenzo, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, okay, I got an idea. All right. Um, so uh, you, this is a quick shot idea. Okay. Okay, so get ready to do some different voices. All right. All right. I'm going to set us up here. You set us up here, and I'll bring it to the house. Beep. Hello, and thanks for calling ABC's Wow Recipes. This is Mike Lentowski, and you've called ABC's Wow Recipes hotline. Leave your recipes here. If we like them, we'll use them on the show. Thanks a lot for calling, and we'll see you next time. Beep. Uh, but yeah, I have a recipe for a cookie that you make. It's just one cookie. You just make one, the whole batch. It's one small <laughs> cookie. You use a, a teaspoon of... Uh, an already made cookie. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, I'll poop. Um, hi there. Um, my name is Rose, and uh, I live just outside of a wall. <laughs> and I had a recipe. This is a recipe that's been passed down from a farm to a farm, and it ended up at my house. Your mix balance. Your mix balance. Quiet now. Okay. Now, the way you make the casseroles, you get the you get into the pan, and you get ready. Casserole. And then once you're ready, you get a sack. A sack full of ingredients. And you dump it into the pan.
Oh yes, this is rules for make Dimitri hot dog. Number rule number one: never buy hot dog from store or restaurant. Make from home dirt out in the yard. You dig up the hot dog already baked. <laughs> hopefully someone has buried one in your yard. You make mustard out of life, and then you go to Spain. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, hello there. Um, uh, this is a recipe uh, I'm leaving here um, for um, for you, Mr. Terinsky, because I really enjoy your show. I like it when you get naked, just the metal part of you. And you've got shoes and the bottom part of your pants on, and you've got your head on. <laughs> and you've got gloves on, and you have an extra set of gloves in case your hands fall off. <laughs> and it's really great. But uh, the recipe is uh, actually for a stone. Uh, it's passed down from my family for generations. First thing you do is you take a big path of uh, of full of, of of bowls, and you choose which bowl you want you want to use. <laughs> we call it the path of bowls in my family. And once you have the bowl that you'd like, uh, you start just feeling you start really wanting to make the recipe, and then you you uh, you add your flour and your griddle. <laughs> And you, your water and your other water. <laughs> and before long, you're just, you're just set to go. So hope you like it and I hope uh, it's featured on your program. Beep. You want to make this recipe. That's, that's the first thing you need to know. This is a jelly bag <laughs> that uh, my grandmother used to hide. What you do is you... You squeeze some jelly out of a rabbit that has jelly inside of it. It may take you some time to find one that does have some, but don't rush it. Just take your take your life's work to do to find one. I'm still looking for one. <coughs> uh, but then uh, you know you just uh, slather some onto a plate uh, after you've made the recipe. Good night. <laughs> Hello there. Um, uh, hi there. Um, you know, I decided that I wasn't going to make any recipes and that I was going to start to um, really act like a dog. Beep. Uh, yeah, I'd like to make a, a sort of a, it's like a meat casket. Um, you, 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 make a, you make a coffin for your meal. So the recipe is really for the coffin. You bring the food yourself and stop bothering me at my house. You get inside that coffin and you think about it and you lay in the grave for a week. And then you make the recipe yourself and don't ask me any more questions. Beep. Um, hi guys. Um, well, you know, I, I wanted to call because, um, my name is Judy Winterbaum, and, um, I go to school at Miss Watson School for under 
recipe, and my, my mommy and my teacher say it's time to share it. Um, so what it is, it's a recipe for spit. And what you do is you spit on something, and then you heat it up, and then you try to get somebody to eat it. Goodbye. <laughs> Boop. I make a meatball. I make it myself. You will make it. I will be on famous television. You take meat and you scrape it off of your shoes. After you put it on them, you squirt it into a melon shape or a softball if you are American young lady. You squeal like a child as it bakes in the oven for you to eat for later. This is part of recipe. The rest I will give you after you have committed murder for me. I want to make this phone call because I have a very important recipe. Um, you know, you heard of this uh, radish? You heard of a radish? Well, this is not a recipe for radish because God makes radish. But this is a recipe for, for apple head. You see, apple becomes radish if you talk very nice to it. You say, oh, you have a nice dog. You have a nice pussy. You just make a talk with the radish. Everybody changes, you know? Everybody changes. So I'm not a radish. So after you talk to radish, he makes it nice, he turns around, he makes a dance, and then you just go and there you have it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Boop. Yeah, this is a recipe for an olive heaven. <laughs> it's, a, it's a place where ghosts can eat themselves. <laughs> You take a pencil, but then you give it back because you're a good person. Then you pull an olive apart in your eye. You put it in and take it apart. Put it in, take it apart. Do this 17 times until you are tired of it. Then you have reached oblivion. <laughs> The, I, it's weird because some of the sketches you're doing were like genuinely horrifying. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, and here I am again. This is Frank Giannetti, and this is my brother Joe. Hey, everybody. Hi again. I, I don't mean hi again like in that same sentence that I said hi once and then I said hi again. I meant like, just like Frank said, hello again because we talked to you before. Joe. Yeah. So, folks, to explain. My family, due to excellent circumstances, <laughs> brought about to have this a wonderful restaurant. Yeah, don't ask about the circumstances, by the way. Yeah, let's, you know, mind your business, but... Fantastic we, circumstances. A, a great restaurant that we think that is really the best, fanciest, and the best kind of cuisines in town. Tempura soft shell crab. There's no. a lot of S's and H's in that, even more than it is on the menu. That's where we give you extra. 
That's why it's $18, because when you say it, you're like, ah, I'm really hungry for that. And you don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, it's like sometimes I think soft shell crab is like, is that just a regular crab? They just took the shell off and they're kind of trying to fool you. We don't they, do we don't do that. No, they kinda of, they kinda of rub it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they they polish it up, but they keep going until they kind of scratch it. Yeah. And, and then it, you can see through it. Or you can see yourself in it if you want to, like, comb your hair. If you, like, kind of smush on it a while, it makes it soft. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how they do it in the wild. They have a, they have a friend do it. <laughs> they, get a, they get a harbor seal or some kind of a dolphin or a whale to press up on there, and they get nice and soft. We don't ask them to do that anymore. We take them in. We do it for them. We, yeah, we can't wait for that. <laughs> We got we got to go. We we got people who are hungry over here. Yeah, we can't hire a, a manatee or something to press up against something out in the ocean, and then we get it that day. Yeah, and look, part of this dish is Old Bay. Yeah, look at that. We get it. that's where we got it. We went, <laughs> we went out to just some Old Bay, <laughs> and you get to have it with your crab. Now that is what we do here at a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, like, look at this here. Seared sea scallop with foie grass. It's the foie grass. You got foie grass torch on. It, yeah. So yeah. You, you got this special grass that's kind of a little bit funny. You don't know where it's from. We no. light it on fire with a torch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that makes it fancy. It's a French tradition. In the France, they take the grass. They're like, who has the grass? And then you just catch it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, you have to wonder why we even ask who had it. <laughs> and, then, and then right when you like, well, I don't think I can eat that. Then the guy over there, he says, I got some strawberry dashi. Yeah, hoses it down with that, cools it right off so you can have it. You don't have to worry about burning your mouth on the fire. And then you're kind of pissed off and it's like, look, here's a radish. Yeah, and then and you kind of feel normal again. And you're not really sure how to feel. And that's $23. <laughs> <laughs> Look down here, veal tongue pastrami. Now that's that's not your regular pastrami. Going and like, let me get a sandwich. They're not gonna do that. It's not like a tongue. No, that's just like a regular. That's like a regular meat. This is like you, that's like a slice off the side of a cow. This you re reach, reach right in the cow's mouth, yank it out. Yeah, and when you eat the tongue, you're like, what is this taste? And you're tasting shit that the veal ate. It's tasting you. Yeah. <laughs> While you're reading it, it's tasting you back. You form a relationship. And then you get shrimp, apple, horseradish, and mama throw in like a dog face into there. That's, it's man, you, But you could ask for that on the side if you want to be a jerk. It's an option, yeah, if you want to be a dick about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's, I I hear somebody out there, Frankie. I hear somebody out there saying, "What about a goat? Can he suck on something? He can." Oh, sure, he can. Suckling goat with tomatillo. Tomatillo, and you know what? That makes it taste so good. When you, you the goat, you like you go to the goat, you're like, "Hey, you know, maybe suck on this for a while." And goes like, "I don't know what I'm gonna get out of that." <laughs> and you're like, "Just do it." You know, yeah, you you gotta talk him into it and kind of strong arm him sometimes because he don't understand English. He pretends, <laughs> but you just you tell him you suck on that tomatillo. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah, don't <laughs> just stop being such a jerk about it. 
And then usually the goat gets with the program by the time dinner time when you get here. You get we you know what we put on top of that? A green almond. We we look through all the almonds. We find one green one, we put it on top. Why? Just to screw with you. Because the green ones are the best ones. That's what I heard. I that <laughs> you just you just never see them because the the green ones they hide. Yeah, they're invisible because they're like already camouflaged because they live in the jungle and they're green. You know, that's just like those uh, those those little guys in Vietnam. They would put a little leaf on them. You couldn't see them, and they'd spring a trap and kill you. That's what this almond is gonna do to that goat. Seventeen dollars. <laughs> no. Folks, you may be thinking, I'm too full. I can't even do anything anymore. I can't even drive down and go see Ma. I'm so full, I, I forgot where I went to college. Yeah, but we haven't even started with the entrees yet. Yeah, that's just that was just appetizers just to get you ready to start eating. You haven't yeah. actually begun yet. And see, sometimes the goat isn't finished with the tomatillos. And you got to eat some entrees, and then they're ready. Yeah, so you go back, you get appetized after back, yes. after dinner. So yeah. it's like, you want to have an appetizer before, or you want to have it after? Sometimes the choice is not up to you. It's just when the goat's done. <laughs> we we we're not in charge, uh, you know. We can't make the world turn. If the goat isn't ready, then it's like, you know. This is in slavery times for goats, yeah. people. I mean, they, they, they get a say in when they suck on the tomatillo and when they don't. We mostly try to convince them, but if, if it's going to happen at 9 o'clock, it's going to happen at 3 o'clock, yeah. maybe it happens in January and you got to stay here for a couple of weeks, you know? Yeah, it's about, it's about being fancy. Okay, the first item on the entrees. It's artichoke capoletti. Oh, this is beautiful. Now, Uncle uh, Uncle Charlie used to make this. Remember this at Easter time, capoletti. Yeah, he used to make that, uh, and, uh, and and he didn't do it with grilled ramps, though. Ah, uh, the ramps. You know, he didn't do it with grilled ramps. And I remember as a kid, I felt like, eh, something's missing from Uncle Charlie. There's a reason why he doesn't live indoors anymore. And <laughs> I think it was the lack of the grilled ramps. That's why we do it. Seared walleye, that's the next thing up. With pickled shrimp and a, and you get a grit fritter. What is a, a grit fritter is like uh it's like a it's like a mouse that's got some sand on him and <laughs> you, you chase him around the house until he gets tired and then you just put him on a plate because he's just all relaxed at the end. He's nice and tender. Okay, that don't sound good. Well, maybe you didn't have pickled shrimp on it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you didn't sear a walleye and put it right on top of that little guy. Because, see, a walleye is like a walleye is like a fish that uh, you know his his mind don't work so good, and he kind of can look sideways a couple of times. Like he looks over to the right, looks over to the left. He doesn't know what he's looking at, so he can look at both things. You know, that's but a, that's a. Why do we gotta talk about his eye though? Like, when it comes to fish, I don't even like to think about the eyes. Well, that's his name. It's a walleye. I mean, you know, what do you, I mean, you, you can't, you, you can hardly avoid it. It's like, you can't say, like, I'd like the seared, <laughs> like, yeah. we don't know what that is. We can't give you that. We just give you the pickled shrimp and the grit fritters, and you don't have the whole package. Yeah, and look down here. Duck breast pretzel dumplings. 
Come on. And it's, it, is it new duck breast, Frankie? Well, no, it's aged. They let it sit around. Yeah, because you th- you think, hey, you know, duck breast, What? how does it get any better than that? It's like, hey, well, this we let this sit around for a while. Yeah, yeah, you, you think this duck breast is good? Wait till next week. <laughs> it's going to get really good. Uh, roasted lamb loin. Well, now, now, we got to talk about the peanut consomme. Yeah, peanut consomme is hard to talk about, but it's it's basically like <laughs> if you take a peanut and you draw uh, wheels on it. Yeah. You know, like it's a little car. And then, like, you're like, you, you, you get, you know, remember when Bugs Bunny used to dress up like a girl? You, like, pull up your skirt like, hey, can I get a ride? And then, like, the, the peanut doesn't do nothing because it's just sitting there. That's peanut consomme. Okay. $40. That's $40 for that. Go ahead with the lamb loin. So roasted lamb loin. What we do different with this is the lamb is still alive while we're roasting his loin. Oh, jeez. It, 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 the terror and excruciation is what makes this have its really good flavors. Mm-hmm. That gives it good flavor. And, and you know, also the charred tomato. Like, that's where, like, Benny was making the tomato, and we're like, hey, you know, look at this. You know, you see this on the news. The guy just put his head into the ground, into, into like, a hole in the ground. He can't get his head out. And Benny's like, what the, what the fuck is going on? And then before you know it, he's, he cooked the tomato too long. He left the tomato in the fire while he was looking at the guy's head. And now it's fancy. Yeah, it got, it got fancier even without him trying. Even with him doing a bad job, it only gets fancier. It comes with smoked seaweed. Yeah. But, you know, we give it to you, and we'll put sitting right next to it an apricot and a potato. Why? Because <laughs> we're just going to put a whole bunch of stuff on a plate and see what happens. Well, right? they but they get along, though. Well, I mean, I, I don't see them fighting. <laughs> but listen, folks, smoked seaweed. Let's talk about that. You can't do any seaweed. you got to find the seaweed that like it got tired of being underwater and then like <laughs> it's hard to tell <laughs> you found it on the beach because not because it died or anything but because it's just like i don't want to be in the fucking water anymore it didn't wash up it cr- it, it it ran out of the water as far so, as i understand it yeah and that's 38 dollars. yeah 38 dollars for that uh, now this is a grilled strip loin that's like a New York strip and a sirloin got together and made a grilled strip loin. They said, the hell with this. They said, screw being different things. We'll be one thing and just turn you all on your head. Yeah. And, you know, we put them together with zucchini, crispy lemon, cream cheese, and a bunch of other shit that we had sitting around. <laughs> yeah. We, we got an egg yolk vinaigrette that you're going to die about because... We didn't put the whole egg in there. It's not an egg white vinaigrette. It's not an omelet or something. This We just put the yellow part. That's the yolk. That's and, good for you. And you know what happened is Benny he fell. He was making, he was carrying an egg and he fell. Uh-huh. He had the yolk that was left. Just that was what he could recover yeah. from the accident. And, and, and we're like, Benny, what what are you doing? You know, you're, you're running around. And he was like, hey, you know, give, give me a fucking break. And he made it. And it's pretty good. He's a funny guy. You know, he's like, he, he was on the ground. I was like, Benny, what are you doing down there? He's like, ah, what, I'm making vinaigrette. And I was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Later on, he's got a whole bag of vinaigrette that he's pouring all over everything. We'd, 
What was I going to do, you know? Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? But, folks, you know, we want you to come out and enjoy the restaurant. Well, we're not, a, we're not against it anyway. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, we want to invite you. But, you know, bring a friend. You know, maybe it's a guy, you know, and like, eh, you know, maybe I haven't seen you for a while. And you like, you know, he comes out of the bathroom and you like sort of punch him in the face. But, you know, it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, bring a stranger. Bring someone that you never met and just like, just close your eyes, run down the street and just be grabbing, grabbing with your eyes closed. And if you get a hold of somebody's shirt, bring them into dinner, and you yeah. get you get a walleye with that you know, with this, and make a friend or or keep being strangers. It's up to you. Yeah, you know, bring a dog. You know, just <laughs> you know, just go into somebody's yard and just like get a dog, and they're like, "Hey, that's my dog." He's like, "Hey, I, I, dinner's on me tonight." The the dog said that. No, you're telling the people, I'm going to feed the dog tonight. I take him down for a fancy meal. Oh, I thought you said the dog looked at you, says dinner's on me tonight. I was like, man, that's that's even more impressive than the restaurant. We got to we gotta take that guy on the road. Well, you know, uh, crazy things happen when you get his fan. You know, you put an apricot and a potato together. You just knock them around on a plate. Just They're just rattling around, rolling around as we hand you the plate. It's like a couple of tennis balls on there. <laughs> Folks. We want you to enjoy the restaurant. Come out, bring a friend, bring a stranger, bring a dog, bring, bring anybody bring you want. Bring a scarecrow that you dressed up like a person, put it on your front porch. Scare the kids on Halloween, bring them to dinner because he did a good job probably. Yeah, bring a basket that you like drew a face on it. You're like, hey, this is, you know, this is my Uncle Fred. <laughs> yeah, bring a bag. You didn't draw a face on it. You don't say this isn't anybody. This is just a bag still. Yeah, but you can, but it can eat with you. <laughs> You, we're not going to stop you. You could put a Faroe Island salmon into the bag and it's like it ate it. Yeah, you know, if you're going to stop putting apricot and potato on a plate together, then the sky's the limit. All bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks and come on down. Come see me. I'm Frank Giannetti. This is my brother Joe and we'll see you soon. We'll see you.